to What We Like. We're your hosts, Cindy and Sonia. Join us each week as we discuss the world of adulting with some ratchet recap and buzz sessions. And be petty, because I have a petty spirit. So if my petty spirit is live, it, it will. you doing i'm doing good no complaints it's a little chilly for my liking but that's okay <laughs> i know it's not gonna last forever so i'm no, dealing it with it it was like it's like it was like 38 degrees and i think the high was like 42 or something it was pretty cold oh wow that is cold yeah it's it was like full-on cold weather today so <laughs> <laughs> Although I love my coats and sweaters, but I it know was, it was a little too. I I love that part of the year for the fashion, but yeah, it was a, a little bit much for me. So, but anyway, I thought we could jump right into car chatter because I was really surprised to see that Kamala Harris has dropped out. I saw that. I did see that. And I'm like, what happened? But I think that people thought it may have been coming because a few weeks ago, she decreased her staff. Like she let mm-hmm. a lot of people go. And, and they were wondering, okay, why is she doing that? Huh. Yeah. And some of her, t- like one or two people from her staff came out and said that like it it was hard to work for her or oh i or didn't see that, that they, yeah so a couple of her staffers came out and said you know she was a hard person to work for and they had a lot of negative things to say so that you know that wasn't that wasn't good for her so um so yeah, did so they that, that, did they did they say exactly what the issue was or why it was hard to work for her. I, you, you know what? It was one of those articles that was kind of vague, and then I just kind of skimmed it. But I okay. saw, I just saw that they were saying that she was like really hard to work for, and you know she had a lot of issues, and um, and so they were saying that that was like right before Thanksgiving, and so people were saying you know they expected that that was going to really hurt her campaign. Mm-hmm. And that, you know, she was probably eventually going to drop out. And and I'm assuming these were some of the staffers that she let go. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Wow. So, um, yeah. So she she had a pretty rough, rough time. And, you know, I probably think the next to go is going to be Cory Booker. I just feel like. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah, I think he'll be next in line. I really think now that Bloomberg came into the picture, he'll probably 
you know, be high up on the list. Oh, you think so? With Biden and I think so. I think um I think people for for whatever reason, people really like him. And I heard that he was doing decent, you know, for jumping in at this stage of the game. So yeah, I I think uh I think he'll he'll probably do good. I don't know. We it just seems like we have a lot of candidates now. Like it's time to start weeding some of them out. And right. quite frankly, I'm I I think it was good on her part to just go ahead and bow out rather than to stay in past your time mm-hmm. and you know start splitting votes and that kind of thing. So cuz we need to start narrowing this thing down so we can go ahead and get somebody who can get your current president out of office. That's right. that's just the main goal. Whoever can beat him. I'm, <laughs> I'm for whoever can beat him at this point. Right. <laughs> right. But so having said that, I thought we could just jump right into this week's topic. And here's the the question or the statement. Name three qualities that make a man husband material, in your opinion. <laughs> so that one was that one was um that that was a good question for me. So having been married before, I I thought, okay, what were the qualities that I liked and that um maybe weren't exactly for me? Um so one quality I think is, um, I think big for me is being able to communicate. Mm-hmm. Like, and I understand that men communicate different yes. than we do. Um, but just being able to communicate enough that we can resolve issues or we can be sure that we're on the same page, you know, and I, and I know that women like to probably talk things out a little more or whatever but just so that you can talk or communicate your feelings and desires and all of that mm-hmm. enough that we can, we can understand one another you know or we can understand that we on the you know same page that's that's my one quality who what's one quality that you think makes a man husband material Okay, so we're going on husband material. I'll go at this point. Right. I I think that my my top one would well. I don't know if I should say top one because I don't know that I have a particular order. So <laughs> so I'm gonna say yeah. one is uh, as you said, communication. Communication is very 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 important because without that I don't think that a relationship can last because I think you can get into a relationship and at the beginning everything is great but somewhere along the lines if you don't have that open line of communication you're going to have problems so I think uh, an important quality for me in a mate would be that we can communicate like we we have open dialogue also, at this point, important to me is having someone that is is loyal and someone that is honest. Maybe I can lump those those two together. Uh, 
Because I don't want right. I, I don't want a person not to tell me something because they think that I'm not gonna receive it well or to keep something from me because they think that it's gonna hurt me. I I rather be told the information and deal with the hurt, get past it and move on than than not. So honesty right. and loyalty, um, I, I need those qualities also. Uh, and um, provider. Not that I want to be provided <clears throat> for, but I, I, I want someone who has those qualities, who still feels like it's okay to be the man in the relationship, to be the head of the household. Right. While right. I'm being the exactly. next. <laughs> right. Yeah. So th- those are probably some of the same qualities for me. I, I, I have to have loyalty, respect, and honesty. I think that's kind of like one thing for me. Like being, respect me enough that you wouldn't mistreat me. Um, be honest with me, even if you think the my response or whatever is not going to go the way you want it to, or you think it's, you know, it's going to be detrimental to our relationship. Still, I want you to be honest and I want you to be loyal to our commitment to each other. Right. So, um, I need somebody who can respect me and be honest. Um, and I guess the provider is, is a good one too, because like you said, I don't necessarily need you to provide for me, but I need you to be able to do that. Like right. I, if I want to know that if something, something happens because I'm getting older and I want to know that if something happens, you have my back or you have our back. Like we can still survive that you would go out and make it happen just like I would do. You know, I would I would do the same thing. And so uh, I think provider is because I'm old school, probably. But that means that that means a man to me, like that you can provide for me. And it doesn't, again, doesn't mean you paying all my bills and all that kind of stuff. But if something happens, you can step up to the plate. And it's not all just about paying bills. It's providing emotional support for me or backing me when I want to do something and, you know, supporting me on my podcast or whatever else I come to you and say that I want to do, you know, supporting, I think. Um, that means a lot. So, and you know, so looking at are... the the qualities that that you want or need in a potential potential mate or husband husband material, do you find that that's hard to get all of those things in one person? You know, since my divorce, I. I feel like it is kind of hard to get um, all of that in one person because, you know, you'll, you'll find, you'll find somebody who's 
great to be around and you have fun and you know you can talk to them about everything but you know are they really honest with you about everything or you know one of the other qualities are, are missing so you know I'm sure and, and again I, I don't expect to find a man who has all the qualities but it would be nice you know to to do that but but do I think you can? I'm I'm not really sure. I I don't know. I feel like it's a unicorn right now. Like <laughs> it's like finding a four leaf clover or something. I I don't know. But maybe you know. Maybe it is. Maybe I just haven't um, come across somebody who you know has everything. Maybe that's just it. In the list that you gave, and the list that I gave, I I don't think that we listed anything that was unreasonable or anything out of the ordinary and so when we think about it and say okay it's it's not as easy to find someone with all of these qualities it's just kind of like really it's not like you know we said okay we want a man that looks like this and has uh, a bank account that looks like this or any of those things, it was like basically the qualities of a person. And I guess right. I will say it's unfortunate that that would be difficult to find. But also, I, I think that I, I was would go off of there's no perfection. I always say there's no perfection here on earth. So we probably won't get everything we need. Or everything we want. I think we right. should get what we need. But everything that we want in a mate. But what we have to do is we have to decide what's most important to us. And right. what we can kind of concede on. And then the other thing that, that I used to say. If I could take maybe three men that I've dealt with in my lifetime and take qualities from all three to form my own man, I would have the perfect man. Right. <laughs> but I can't do that. So I think that the the next best thing is to concentrate on what's most important and go from there. Right. And and I I I think that that's you know what what I have resolved to do is just um Pick the qualities that are most important and roll with with those. And for me, the communication is probably highest on the list, I would guess. Um, and then being loyal to the commitment is, you know, is really important. And also because commitment and and. And you said the commitment that, that you share with that person because it's different for everybody. It's different for each relationship. So whatever you two have decided to do or to be to one another, then stay loyal to that commitment. Right. Right. So, yeah, I, I you know, and I, you you would hope that you could get 
all of this in one person. But on the flip side, I'm sure men are thinking the same thing, that they can't get, you know, everything that they, you know, want in one woman. Um, when, when I was reading this question, I was thinking on the flip side, it would be nice to hear what men would um, think would make, you know, a great wife. And would physical attributes be a part of theirs? Because we never named anything about like physical attributes or whatever. Um, but I'm wondering, would that be a part of, you know, of a man's thoughts that what would make a good wife? Because I always hear men talk about uh, she needs to cook. Um, lately... A lot of different guys that I've been talking to say they want a woman who works out, you know, so, and I get that because we're getting to an age where your health can decline really quickly. So, and then they stuck with, you know, with a sickly wife. Um, actually, somebody told me that. Like, Oh, really? Said, That's one of the things that he asked a woman, like, is she on any medication? He always asks, is she on any medication? Because he wants to know. He wants to go into it <laughs> you know, knowing if, you know. I didn't think about that, but I guess that's true. The older we get and, and things start happening and health issues start to come into play, I can see that being one of the questions. I actually never thought right. about that before. Yeah. He said that's, you know, that's something that he asks is, you know, are you on any medications? And I was like, what? Well, you know what? I wouldn't be offended by that, I guess, because we are getting to that age where, you know, a lot of people have blood pressure and diabetes, high blood pressure and diabetes. So, you know, that could be an issue. If you get in a relationship with someone, you start to care about them and then they get sickly, you know, that could be a problem. So um, that does make that makes makes good sense to me. So, I but I never thought about asking some guy what kind of medication are you on. <laughs> I, I never thought about that either. I mean, but it. But what if, I mean, if you're on date? If if you're on date two or three or date three or four, and you got that question, like, what would your first reaction be well now that you know it's it's out there now but before the guy telling you that what what would your reaction have been I might would have been <laughs> I don't know I probably would have been a little offended <laughs> like slightly or maybe not even the word offended but confused like right why would you want to know what kind of medication I'm on or or I would think that that's a question for a date 10 or 12 you know like on down the line like but well it's probably going to be early on because he may not want to go to 10 or 12 if there's some health issues right and so I get that and now it makes sense once you know somebody who they weren't trying to you know talk to me but somebody who explained that to me why he asked that question I was like okay well I probably still would have been confused by the question prior to this explanation but I mean I guess that you know that does make sense I don't know I feel like that's 
Like, do you talk about credit and stuff early? Like, that seems like some early... I know it has to be talked about if it's going to be a relationship, but I don't know if I want to be pulling out my pill bottles and showing you what what medication I'm on or whatever. Like, I don't know. Now, did he say what would be a deal breaker? Like, you know, you have the, the norm. If somebody had, say high blood pressure, high cholesterol, is that something they can rock with? Or if somebody said they had heart problems or cancer runs well, in the family or anything like that, was that what they're going to put the brakes on? Well, he said, you know, how how they're managing the, the issue would be, um, you know, something for him. So he said, like, like, I said to him, well, what if, what if it was me? And I said, I have high blood pressure. Uh, I take medication. I'm not on, I'm only on a water pill. So it's not that serious. Um, And he said, well, my thing would be, what are you doing to manage it? Or are you doing anything to cause it? Like, are you eating unhealthy all the time? Or um, do you exercise or You know, are you doing anything <laughs> to manage it? And so I was like, oh, okay, well that that feels like going to the to the doctor. Like, <laughs> yeah, I don't know that I would want to have to explain all that to somebody. You know, just so we can date. I don't know. I mean, it's a valid. You have a valid reason why, but I don't know that I would want to. You know answer your questions on date you know one through six or I don't know if I when I would want to answer that question you know but I I mean I guess that makes sense I mean how would you feel if somebody asked you that well I had never thought about it before so I probably would have been taken aback by it but Mm -hmm. after thinking about it I can see someone asking that question <laughs> but and I think it depends on the nature of the re- the relationship or how far down the line the person is asking the question and if someone is on medication I can see where that could maybe be awkward and they may not want to discuss that with someone that they're not in a full-blown relationship right I agree uh, I agree, cause I mean that kind of stuff can get personal, you know. Yeah. So, yeah. So that that may not be something that I want to discuss with somebody who next week I may never never have more contact. Right. With. So did he so, say he, he and he this uh, person said he's asking the questions early on. Yeah, he said he asked you know pretty early on because he doesn't want to you know, get too involved. So did he share his experience (laughs) in asking? Well, he said he asked one lady and she, because I asked him, I only asked him, has anybody ever refused to respond? And he said, yeah, he's had someone who told him that that was none of his business. (laughs) And I was like, so did that, was that the reason why you didn't pursue her anymore? And he said, no, 
you know, but she did tell him it was none of his business, you know, whatever. And I said, well, you know, I know people can be sick without looking sick. I said, but was it like, was she overweight or was there anything? Because I wanted to know what prompted him starting to ask people, like, was it because somebody was overweight or whatever? And he was like, no, I just, I just want to know if I'm getting involved with somebody who, you know, could have some medical issues down the road. And I'm like, well, at this age, I mean, we all could have some medical issues. I, I had a cousin who ate healthy, worked out six days a week, and he had a stroke. So, um, and that's the other thing. And that's not always because, about your weight. Cause there are some people that are heavier that are healthier than some people not. So it's, and it's, right. it's not always a, a face value thing of right. looking at someone right. and, so. and determining whether or not they have something going on with them medically. Yeah. So, yeah, that was just a good, um, I was like, wow, I had never been, been asked that, you know, before. And I had been on and off a dating site for, you know, a while. Um, and never had anybody to ask that. And really, I never thought about asking anybody that, you know, never. I mean, his logic was good. The reason why, but. I don't know that I <laughs> I would ask anybody that if I was ever in that situation. I don't know that I would ask anybody, hey, what kind of medication are you on? <laughs> like, I, I don't, you know, I don't know. And then can you trust that early on somebody would be forthcoming no. with the information? No, and that's why I, I was just thinking. No. It's like I, I think in the normal progression of the interaction with that person, if you continue to talk or go out or, or be with one another, some of those things are just going to come up naturally. Right. Right. Yeah. So, okay. So I, it looks like we drifted off to another subject, but it kind of all went together. But, <laughs> um, so I, I guess the, the real quality, we had some of the same qualities just about, that would make a husband um, communicating seems to be very important. I think that's important just in any relationship though, um, being able to communicate with one another and, you know, talk things out helps out a lot, you know, even though I, like I said, I know men aren't real fond of the communicating the way we do, but if we can find a way between the two of us to whatever works best for us to be able to communicate, resolve it and move on. Um, so it sounds like communication is really important. Um, being a provider is important. And I guess what else do we say? Honesty. Yes. Loyalty. Yes. Those things. Respect. Respect. So wrap all that up. And that's that's. A great husband right there. <laughs> we could put all that in a basket, shake it up, and come out with a man. That would be a great husband right there. So hopefully somebody's out there who found that unicorn and got all of that in one man. Good luck. So 
Well, we can wrap that up right there and we can jump right into Ratchet Recap. And I will be honest, I don't know that I watched Married to Medicine or um, Real Housewives of Atlanta. I'm, I get behind sometimes. So if whatever the last episode I can't remember. Oh, well, you would um, remember if you saw it because, well, I'll just say with with <laughs> Married to Medicine, the standout on that was that the guys went to a strip club. Oh, okay. Okay, I didn't see that. I didn't see... I did see part of the episode and then I had to leave. So what I saw was when Contessa got up from the table and walked off when um, her and her husband, they were talking. That was a question I had because I know before we had kind of talked about her situation. And when she walked away from the table, Buffy went to talk to her. And and I did want to know what you thought about the situation after she confided in Buffy. So she basically said that she was home every weekend. She said some days she drove there and drove back home in the same day. And she said the entire time that she was there, he never visited a weekend or offered to bring the kids to her on a weekend. So after hearing that, right. if you heard that part, um, did that change your yeah. opinion of their situation? It did. And let me tell you what else changed my opinion of it. Um, what what else changed my opinion was um, when she said that she was in the Navy and basically she gave that up because he didn't want that lifestyle anymore. And and I get that. But I could that, that made me understand more why she was so upset about having to give up school. But did because she have to give up school? For Well, or why she gave up school. She probably didn't have to or whatever, but she gave it up probably because she just didn't want to deal with you know his his feelings about it attitude about having to keep up with the kids or or whatever so i feel like the the navy thing made me see her side a little better because for me it was the opposite for me my ex-husband was in the military and i got tired of that lifestyle but i signed on to that I knew he was in the military when I met him. And so I signed on to that. So that was just the lifestyle that I had to live because that's what I signed up for. Like, and, and changing in the middle wasn't going to work for him because that's the career that he chose. And so I dealt with it until I couldn't deal with it anymore, but he signed up for that. So, and then he didn't like it anymore. And so she had to give up. Well, I I think it gets to to a point where everybody has a choice and they went into their union. Everybody knew what everybody was doing. And at some point in the relationship, he decided 
He didn't want that lifestyle anymore. He didn't want to, to move every couple of years or, or whatever the case was. He didn't want that. So then it was on her to decide what was best for her. And she chose right. to give it up to, I guess, for the sake of the family. And at, and at the same time, I can't, that's a decision that she made. Because she didn't have to. She made that decision. And I can't remember if they already had kids at the time or not. But again, that, that was this, that was a decision that she made. And I think when they talked about it, some one of the other, I think one of the guys said, well, maybe, you know, it would be best or or better if she went to school in Atlanta. So there were like different options or things that, that she possibly could have done. And I, I think, and also I think Buffy's husband said it as well. And it's, and it's really what we just said is crucial to a relationship is right now they're not communicating. Right. And it doesn't seem like, and I say right, right now, it doesn't even seem like a right now thing. It seems like they haven't communicated in a long time because she said she got out of the Navy because that's what he wanted. It doesn't seem like there was conversation or any compromise. Right. It seems like one person, well, he wanted it. She did it. She also said he had changed right. jobs several times, but I don't know if his changing jobs was moving from one state to another or he just changed the job because that makes a difference. But she said he did that right. without a conversation. So again, that's another that's another thing that happened where there was no communication. And then she decided to go to school. She said, this is what I want to do. And he said, okay, where he really wasn't 100% on board with it. So again, there's a problem with the communication there. So it doesn't seem like that's something that just happened. It seems like it's it's been a thing in their relationship where they don't communicate. Somebody says what they want right. to do and the other person kind of goes along to get along. Right. And that that right there is what we talked about, how not being able to communicate with each other, you know, that can destroy the relationship because it seems like what has happened is she's building some sort of resentment right. for whether it's true or not for her having to give up things for him, but he just gets to make career decisions with no conversation. And so that can be dangerous when you don't talk it out because then somebody builds up and they're like, oh, well, I give up everything and you don't, and you just keep building it up. And then one day you explode about something small and minor when really it's about all the other backstories. So um, yeah, it seems like she's, she's building that, you know, because they don't talk to each other. Case in point, she got up from the table and walked away. On the whole, uh, strip club scene, if the guys didn't know, it's something that Cecil planned. So the guys did not know that that's where they were going, but, uh, <laughs> Damon, you know, Damon, I, his hands was somewhere and somebody was all in his lap and it was you know Toya she does she's fine with it uh Simone she's fine with it I think Jackie was okay 
Um, but <laughs> heavenly. She was so mad. The thing is, she she's calling a she's calling a woman a bitch and a hoe and all this stuff, and it was just so funny that she was mad for real. And he was kind of like, it was at a strip club, like, you know, I can't like. It, she was mad for real, and then she got up and she said she didn't want to talk about it anymore, and she was leaving out of the room. And he said, uh, "You look good," and he said. I bet you she looked good too. And he said, but you look better. <laughs> I know, I saw I saw that part. That was that was funny. That, it that. was funny. And it it and it's almost it almost seems like he is coming out a little bit and a little bit over her always trying to run things because I think last episode she was he was drinking. And she sent Jackie to tell him to stop drinking because he he don't drink. You're not a drinker like that. And he said to Jackie, well, when you just tell her that I always, always do what she tells me to do. I always do what she wants me to do. Can I just, can I just have, just, can I just do me right now? Right. And I was like, he he doesn't seem like he's belligerent or anything. So, you know, what's the what's the problem? Like, yeah, like we're on vacation. We're at the resort. Nobody is driving. Right. Unless he's getting belligerent or something. And if he starts to get, you know, then you go to your room. But I, I don't know. She seems like she's. Does it make you wonder what she's afraid of? Because she's just adamant. Like I don't want any woman, on with their ass or whatever, in my husband's face. And she's always like, I just don't want any women around my husband. And I'm like, okay, but he works. Like he's he's not in the house twenty four seven. Like he encounters women. Right. Like, you can't avoid that. Right. Yeah, I don't know. That was heavenly as she's different and um and, and I'm trying She seems to... like she's a handful. Yeah, she just seems a bit controlling. Like just let him do him. He, you know, you it's okay. Just let him do him, but she seems a little controlling for for my liking like and he seems like a really nice guy he seems like he's you know um into her you know so just let him it's not like he was out he was with with the other guys to me I don't know that I would be I know I can say I wouldn't be upset about you going to the strip club unless you went home with one of them I you know I I don't think I would be and it's not something that you do all the time. Like we're on vacation and and Cecil set that up. Is it something that I would prefer that you do? I mean, no, but you know, it's, it's... Well then I mean and, and their whole thing was and, and he said it too, it's like how much different is this from your sip and paint episode? Because right. it got back to him that the model picked her up. So it wasn't just like you guys had somebody on the stage 
and you painted like this person was moving about the room and he was like interacting with you guys. Right. So it's kind of like, and, and that's what uh, Toya and Eugene was saying, like, you know, Heavenly got picked up by one and Damon got some tits in his face or whatever. So right, they're even. <laughs> yeah. So, well, I will, um, I'll be sure to get all caught up this weekend, the whole Thanksgiving weekend, just threw off my ratchet TV and all TV the whole weekend threw everything off. So the weekend threw mine off too. And I was supposed to take my braids out. Did not happen. No. You didn't take They're them out. Still so you here. still have braids? Every time I thought about it, I was just like, I don't feel like doing that. <laughs> I know. I know the feeling. I I, I told Mister he's gonna have to help me. Oh goodness! So you did it. <laughs> okay, so that's another thing. So on top of ratchet recap, next week I want to hear about if the braids are in, <laughs> the braids are out, and how the braids got out. I just wish that I could just get in the shower and wash my hair and they fall out. I know. Unfortunately, ma'am, that is not how it happens. <laughs> I know. Unfortunately. <laughs> yep, that's not how it happens. So for next week, I will be on top of the ratchet recap. And then we definitely have to hear the braid saga, how they got out. Do you still have them? Who helped you? <laughs> I guess we can wrap it up for this week's episode and we will talk to you all later. Bye. Bye. Also follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at What We Like. Make sure that you guys are doing what you like this week. Because we'll definitely be doing what we like. Bye. Bye.